Hi, Ben. Welcome. Welcome to hey. Amp Radio. This is way different than the, the last time I talked to you. It was on uh, K-Rock. I can say that. Where I, There's like certain words where I like, can't say things. I feel like I get, instead of uh, SFI, I have to say the S word. Um, oh, right, okay. Cameron? Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. I, like, I feel like they'll get Wait, mad at me if I do that. No, no, you're fine. You're fine doing that. Yeah. You're good. We can, can say swear? that? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're, you're oh, good. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was talking about the other <laughs> streaming platform. Right. The, uh, right, the okay, other yeah. one. Yeah. We were just talking before that, before uh, you got on, that I was like, oh, you're bummed on, on doing this shit. And uh, it got you out of doing or decorating a Christmas tree. Yes. Yeah. I'm not the most... Uh the most Christmassy guy. Like when the day rolls around, I'm like, ah, fuck it. If you can't beat them, join them. But I'll be like fighting it the whole fucking way. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. My girlfriend is like super Christmassy. And so she has been like desperate to put Christmas songs on. And today's the first day. And I'm already like fucking at my wit's end with it. But hey, I mean, cool. it is, it is, is it, where, where are you? I'm at home right now. Like I'm legit at home in like, my fucking little pit which is like yeah where i just smoke and fucking play video games and play guitar wait so, so. you have hey by the way let, let me ask you about video games really quick i'm thinking about getting a ps5 or an xbox one yeah. like which one do you have i have a ps5 i would recommend the ps5 i think it's better i think it's a better console plus it's got better exclusive games which is what i'm playing right now i'm playing god of war right now so yeah, yeah everybody would... keeps talking about god of war I, would re- I recommend the PS5. It's a little bit more expensive. It's a little bit hard to, to get hold of, I believe, but just do it. I'm on, I'm on like a waiting list on Amazon for it. Like they have to send me a uh, fucking uh, set. They get they're like if they if they email you with you seventy two hours, you're like then you can app, you can apply for it. Yeah, so that's my bad. fucking thing. Within a day, Dude, it was uh, like eight hundred bucks for a PS5, which. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, and especially right now, it's fucking really, uh, it's really not good. Gouging like we people's entertainment, <laughs> we need it. Fucking, your entertainment is being fucking monetized by people who are just, I don't know, sat and sniping fucking eBay links and Amazon, which is. I know, and there's like these fucking fourteen-year-old like really good hackers <laughs> that they're just re- they're like great at snagging everything and then reselling them. Dude, yeah. did you hear this fucking story about there's a kid that claimed to be. LeBron James's son or some shit like that. Okay. And he made millions and millions and millions of dollars by selling Nike shoes. Like, oh, like, shit. Like, was, was did he you the, hear that? I think, because I heard as well that like one of the top, top executives at Nike had to step down because her son was doing the same shit. And whether it was him yes. who was saying he was, yeah, that's it. He was saying he was LeBron's son, but really his mo- his mom worked at that she was like high up at Nike and she resigned over that shit. But I was I was just gonna say that because it's crazy. These kids are now just like sat at home and they're fucking millionaires from reselling shoes to fucking idiots like me. I mean fuck it. It's get also your, get your bag. All, get 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 your bag, dude. But it's also like at the same time, I guess if your mom is a high level at night like executive at Nike, like you don't really need to do that, but there's something no. inherently bad bad in you where you're yeah. like, I have to be bad, which respect. I honestly like kinda respect it. You're like, if you don't have to be shitty, you still are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, um it is it is the uh so I don't know how time time works over there. Are you in the future? Uh, I am currently in the future. Yeah, trust me, it doesn't get better. But yeah, we're in the future right now. So you're like, it is? Is it December first or second? 
first, still technically the first, although I have just come back from the even further in the future. So I'm back in time now because I was just in Asia. So I think my body is kind of telling me it's tomorrow. But are, yeah, are you fucking yeah? Are you fucking burnt, dude? I'm merging time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I feel like fucking. I feel like I've been in the. What you just? You, it's crazy. Yeah, you just did ba- like three nights. What did you do? Bali, Southeast Asia. Yeah, we played Bali. Well, it was all Indonesia because this is crazy and it's kind of pertinent to the to the the, the month and the song and everything, I guess. But basically, in Indonesia, like like uh, one of our songs off of our third record is like a radio hit out there. Which and it's a song that no one really cares about. Here, which, which song? Is crazy. Which song? Which which you were here? That song is like a radio song out there. Um, and so is December. Our song December is like huge out there too. Um, and specifically in Indonesia and like a few other parts of Southeast Asia. But we were just like fuck it. We had a big offer to go and play out there because normally when you would play shows out there, like it's it's kind of a break even or it's a loss or and you kind of just do it for the you just do it to just travel and to, to go yeah, play yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. But we had like an offer where we actually could have made some fucking money. So we were like, oh shit, okay, like cool let's go test the waters out there uh with with like a new promoter and stuff and um yeah crazy just just wild we played a show with like an airplane like there was a plane like at the show and that was our green room our green room was a boeing 737 <laughs> and, uh, is that like a gutted out boeing or yeah. a boeing that was used like it's like something that they used I as, guess like you maybe... could actually take flight oh no 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 like it was it was it was on bricks i mean i don't know things out there are crazy like in terms of health and safety and shit if they could have taken that thing off they probably would have they probably would have just been like yeah fuck it let's go <laughs> but um dude if it, i mean like you have to be bur- are you happy to be home how, how long are you home for i'm home like all of december now which is good we tend to give ourselves christmas off as a band like generally you know i mean we've we've definitely recorded records you sometimes in december and sometimes ran tours like right up to up to christmas and stuff but yeah, just giving ourselves the, the the December off just to chill and, and be at home with family before next year kind of goes crazy again. Um, well, dude, the, the, um, the, the first thing that like when I that somebody told me when I was it was my first like year working maybe like 10 years ago in like music, they were like the, the music industry takes off from Thanksgiving to like February. Like they just fucking don't yeah. go to work. Yeah, it's, like they straight up don't go to work. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating as a band sometimes because like band, like being in a band, like it doesn't really ever stop. Like you know, it's you, you're always kind of wanting things to happen, and and so we're sat there like all through December, most of November, and like until like yeah, until like February, where we're just like, okay, is everyone back in the fucking room? Because we have two months worth of like shit logged up while everyone's just been fucking jacking off at home which is fair enough That's i just, don't know it's dude, and, and like we especially you need it especially with us we're like we need answers on mm. emails like we i like i need i need an answer and everybody's like i'm at i'm, I'm out, out of office. office i'm out of office for two months it sucks man two it months sucks. dude it's, especially if you're like i like i'm not good at just sitting around and not no. doing anything i'm really like i'm really not it's and you know occasionally i'll like it freaks me out if I have like one or two days off, you know, yeah. like un- unless we just like we just did Vegas, but mm-hmm. I also went home for Thanksgiving. I flew from my parents' house to the Vegas thing and then flew back for Thanksgiving and I was really tired and I was like, great, great, one day off. Like I'll have one day off. It's like yeah. only when it's like that where I'm like very happy. Other than that, I start getting antsy. I start mm-hmm. fucking like sweating. And I'm like, I have to do shit. 
like yeah, it's just not in our nature to not yeah. to do that did you guys did you guys ditch your fucking label do you ditch your label no well kind of sort of sort of like we're actually i don't know if this is common knowledge now but we're back we're back on the label we were independent for a while felt good to be independent for a while but gotta play the game and it's one of those though where like we were always kind of looking for a label we were kind of well it's weird man this is weird but let's let's do it because this is probably actual actually a shit that people want to hear in terms of like what it's like to be in a band in terms of like the decisions that you make and the stuff that kind of goes into that because we were actually at a point in our career and we still are kind of at this point in our career where like the the chips are like on on we have all the chips at the minute like the ball is in our court because we weren't on a label uh, and so we kind of had that as like well we don't need one however there are pros and cons to being on a label and um you know, we were basically just like, well, we were, we're more than prepared to do this ourselves, but if a label comes around with the right offer and can kind of, like, bolster things where we don't have to spend so much fucking money and, like, you know, basically put all of that work onto our management. Um, and so, yeah, we ended up resigning just because it made sense. Plus, like, that way we get a little bit of ownership of our previous stuff as well, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, because... You know, we have our back catalog tied up and uh, with 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 Hopeless. You know, they own that shit. We signed it away to them. So, you know, if we want more ownership of our our stuff, we resign to get a little bit more of that. And you know, it's just a case of everyone at Hopeless is is good. We've worked with them for years. We're we're pretty happy with the working relationship. Every label ultimately is the fucking same as well. Major labels are even more of a fucking shit show. Like. The uh, horror stories like, you hear of bands signing on majors and stuff. Living in a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's it makes it so, it's so hard to get things past the major label as an alternative band because they just don't get it. So at least by staying with an independent label, we're working with people who understand us, who have known us since we were you know little kids and grown up and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's just a case of like weighing up. Like if you go independent, you're taking on a lot of that work yourself. And like, I'm way too much of a fucking scatterbrain to stay focused on one thing. I'm good to just like throw ideas at people and kind of be like, make it fucking happen. Um, have it happen yeah whereas if the responsibility is like oh shit i've got to be the dude sending the emails doing the figures doing all that shit of like a project that i'm involved in like that's when i just get super fucking overwhelmed like i like the creative process and it's like if people can handle the all the boring shit then then that's great so it's like it's always that toss-up of like do it yourself with a shitload of effort and a shitload of work which is you know which will pay off in the long run or you know, be smart, sign a good deal and not have to worry about that shit and just focus on writing good record, like good music. And there's always time in the future be, to be a fully independent band. Like we tested the waters with that in terms of like what it would be like to release a single as an independent band, like what that check looks like every three months, like coming back, you know? And yeah. Did you do that with Shut the Fuck Up? Yeah, Shut the Fuck Up was kind of like a, a test of waters of like, all right, how the fuck do we release a song by ourselves with no label sort of like, on the back end of it and it is a lot of work man like our management busted their asses even just for one song to like make sure that all of that shit happened smoothly it was marketed and all that shit and so yeah you know we we it's been kind of <laughs> an interesting six months for us because it's been like yeah we're, we're, we're shifting to being back on a label and um yeah and and as well going through the ringer of just like meeting different labels and stuff initially like i said it's almost a case of like better the devil you know a lot of the time like 
you know, uh, labels are labels and they'll always want their bottom line, but the good ones, the good ones will respect the creative vision and respect the, you know, uh, respect you as people. And I just think, you know, the fact that we've been with Hopeless since I was 18, 19 years old or whatever, it's like, yeah, you know, like Tobin is a legend, Eric Tobin. And I'm sure, you know, people listening to this will know who Tobin is like, yeah, he's he's kind of just been a staple in our in our band and in our lives for so long, and it's like we trust him anyway. So what's the point in trying to build up all these new relationships when it could just be the same, if not the worse guy off? that we all fucking know? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, you know, I know, I know, I know, fucking, you know, I've known Tobin for fucking, I don't know, maybe over a decade now. Mm. You know, like probably same as you, and he's my, he's like, he is my go-to guy and i do tj and i are that's that was it's an interesting thing to talk about because i was like fuck dude because tj and i are starting a label we're starting we're starting a label and i was like fuck i was like what if we put you know and we have the ability to put out like a song and album uh yeah three albums we have like all that and i was like what if we did one with fucking neck deep yeah had this have been a year have you told us it's a year ago (laughs) well we didn't know dude we didn't want to we we didn't want to we didn't we didn't i didn't want to we didn't want to promise anything that we couldn't for sure sure. which is a mistake that labels often fucking make labels and i just didn't want to do it i was gonna hit you guys i was literally was gonna hit you guys as soon as i found out that we're gonna do it but Mm -hmm. then you know you have to do all like the fucking like term sheet and then like the long form term sheet and until everything is we got our uh, LLC with them yesterday. Nice. So, congrats! I don't know. That's it's fucking a, sick, though, that, man. That's great, dude. It's a really, uh, it's a nuts thing. I'll tell you more about it because there's probably stuff that we can do that we can talk to like hopeless about, and we can put For put sure. shit out together if that's something you want to. But I, I've always told you guys, I really, you know, have respected the art and the like not just the just the music but like the the art and the marketing that you guys put behind it because i think it's you know you're looking at a band as a total total thing it's not just like all right there there's some people that like there's some bands and some artists that are just like we live just to make music be in the studio and then go and tour i think that you know neck deep is a lifestyle i think neck deep the people that love neck deep love neck deep for everything about neck deep and so it's always been something that i've really respected you guys about um but it is it is december uh we're gonna have to do the thing we're gonna have to do the the thing where we talk about the song and how mark hoppus came to be and i i I know it's gonna this is how i don't know how many times you've probably fucking talked about this i'm sorry we have to do this i already apologize i pre-apologize for asking you to go back to this it's all good. It's all part of the territory. And in a way, like I, I guess I would be super jaded if I was fed up of talking about a, a song that's like really successful for us and that gets us a lot of, you know, gives us a lot of love and and a, and a lot of uh, appreciation from people. But like Mark Hoppus features on that song, and like regardless of you know, because the story behind it really isn't isn't that interesting, which is which is the sad part. I feel like people always ask like, God, were you like in the studio together? But no, unfortunately, like. The way the sausage is made is a lot more dull than the actual thing. So, um, but yeah, still just to be able to talk about like, yeah, Mark did get to sing on that song with us and kind of throw that out as a reminder. It's nice because that was always something that like, yeah, one of those things, like I said, like we achieved so much the band so early on, like 
the virtual aim of this band, if there ever was an aim, like an ultimate goal, would have just to have even been somewhere near Blink's radar, like even just in the far distance. And so the fact that we toured with them and Mark has, you know, sung on, on one of our biggest songs is, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not tired at all about it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I just like, I just, I, you know, I want to. Oh, There's I, a I, lot of stuff that I want to. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like yeah, when yeah, people I'll are like, "This month, I've already done it today." I look, I know, like let, it's that time of year. It's that time of year, dude. You know, like, and it's the th- it's just the way it goes. And but the cool thing about it is that now you wrote a song that is sort of like, you know, when fucking uh, what's the dude, uh, uh, Billy Joe, like gets the yeah. fucking te- that he's like when September like he gets the when September ends thing like yeah. you know you're sort of turning yourself into the lore of December which is a part of history and a part of culture in a cool way so like c- c- congratulations for the next four billion years that you're going to be alive yeah. having to talk about this song well it's, it's cool because like I think this year actually is the first year we talked about treating it as like an actual Christmas song kind of like it's a little bit of a Christmas song because we don't have one and like Christmas songs generally are fucking corny and like good ones are good but you know to take a stab at one that doesn't land is, is often a bit like that um, so we kind of wrote inadvertently wrote like a, a sad Christmas song and that's one of my favorites too like I like Christmas songs that aren't necessarily like bells and fucking it's Christmas you know what I mean but just something that you can play and that fits the fits the mood kind of thing um, well, it feels it feels cold, dude. It feels like it should feel, hmm. which is a you know yeah. listening to it in you know like I fucking just for the fuck of it, I put it on before this interview. Like I was just like I, I'm just gonna. Do it. I know the song like a bat- spike in plays we've had on that song today. Alright, <laughs> did you see it? Can you see the analytics of like the oh, how I, fucking nuts it goes up? Seb, Seb is the is the the lurker said is the internet dweeb who is like in all of that he's in the mainframe with like all the fucking numbers flying around and he's like yeah this 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 like he's sending it to us so um yeah like we we saw the numbers like massively spike. i can't remember exactly what it was i don't know if i swipe up, if i swipe up on this if i'm still on the call but yeah let's let fucking see. see let me see uh yeah okay so we're num- it's number one on the alt talk playlist on TikTok. <laughs> Just congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find the thing. Oh, here we go. Like right now, it's usually floats at around about a thousand people listening, but there was like eight thousand people listening to December earlier. And Dude, that, uh, that's fucking so cool. Does it feel yeah. weird? Does that feel, is that feel weird to you? Like, I mean, at, at some point, do you, or are you just like used to it now? Like at some point, does it feel, does it, or does it just feel still real? Cause everything that I, I do when we do these like big fucking things, I'm like, this just feels surreal. And like, I, sh- I don't know if I really even deserve this. Yeah. I it, it, oh, it, it's, it's so weird. I'm like, like you said that, like the imposter syndrome you can get from things is crazy sometimes. But I think that's a, you have to like kind of just learn to accept like you're supposed to be here like your hard work got you here but the also also the other thing with me like i think honestly just the way my fucking brain works like numbers to me don't mean shit numbers i'm just always like i don't fucking know like eight when people say eight thousand people listen to your song right now i'm like fuck yeah that's cool but like 
it to me doesn't get like we just like I said we just came back from Asia like seeing eighty thousand people in front of me and hearing people from the other side of the world like being immersed in this culture which is so so different to what we're used to but they love neck deep that's the shit that makes me go fuck and i'm guess kind of the same thing when you're playing live like holy shit this is like the real tangible evidence that what i'm doing is cool numbers to me just don't compute i see numbers and my fucking ears start ringing um so yeah but you know it's still wild to me and look we also talk about this a lot in the band like i don't know how what needs to happen to ever feel like you've truly arrived in life like i think just in life in general it's like i i don't i don't think it ever dude i don't think it ever happens as if you are if you are anything like me i i think it's like you walk off stage in fucking malaysia see all these millions of people and then you're like what's the next thing yeah like what do we what do i what what do i do next like how, how do, do we do it? Like, I want more. How do we? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you get that, like, feeling for, like, a second. When I do, like, a, you know, if I do this, like, if I do this with camera and we do a fucking awesome radio show, I feel elated for, like, I don't know, five minutes afterwards. And yeah. then I'm like, now what? <laughs> now what? How do we do the next thing? How do we fucking go keep going? How do we? Happiness, man, it's such a, it's such a fleeting, like, emotion. And that's the thing. Like, people will be like, wow, this must be, like, the best. And I know it's the best job in the world. And every day I'm like, I've got a fucking good life. I know I've got a good life. But, like, it doesn't mean that it's, like, constant, perpetual happiness. Like, that shit just doesn't exist. Like, some people, like, especially, like, friends that I haven't seen in a long time will be like, God, everything must be so sick. It's like, no, I'm still probably just as stressed as you about one thing or another or whatever it might be. Or, like, you know, I'm not just, like... It just looks different. It just literally looks different, dude. Like, it just looks different. We just, like, somehow chose a career where... We, you know, it's like it, it's a real, fi- it's a fucking fictional career, is what we chose. Like when you're a little kid, we're just like, you know, you're people are like, what do you want to be? They're like, I don't know, doctor, lawyer, fucking rock star. You know, you take the people that are like, a percentage of those people go and try and do it and fail. Percentage of those people try and go do it and fail. Percentage of those people try and go do it and fail. And then we're the ones that kind of like did it. So I don't feel like it feels real. Yeah. Like it feels like something that, is not supposed to be real but dude like you're saying like hard work and then it obviously like talent like it it's it's got to be that like very very pure mixture of those things i think it's a big it's a big melting pot of like timing is so crucial timing is we never knew what we were doing when we were writing songs that they would like take off the way we didn't think like we're gonna be guaranteed big bang we're just like fuck it let's write songs and it just it just see it just so happened to be people wanted punk then and there and were looking for new music and then maybe a little bit of the talent although you know you'll struggle to find me ever bigging myself up too much but the, the talent and the, the 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 idea and the intention was all there too um and so yeah, it's this big melting pot stuff. But like you said, it, it's never going to feel real <laughs> because no. you know, like I said, we just took a fucking swing on one song, and you know, fast forward ten years later, and, and here we are. So that's always going to be something that we struggle with. Is like, um, you know, it doesn't really feel quite real, um, and 
it doesn't quite feel like I've arrived, even though it is. it's this really strange thing where like you're so lucky and so in awe of it that it's like just beyond comprehension. But at the same time, like you know, you've still got like a long way to go and like more to achieve. Like once you get one thing out of the way, like you said, what's what's the fucking next thing? So we talk about it a lot as a band. Is like. Will we ever arrive? Will we ever have that moment where we go like, yep, done it, completed, done it, finished it, like, we're here. Like, even if you... Well, I mean, like, dude, you, you, like, look at Metallica, right? Like, they just put out a new tour. They're doing a fucking two-year, two-year, two... They could have stopped in the early 90s and been the fuck... They just haven't. There's something fucking with it. And also, it's. I think it's kind of bullshit. If if people like don't like Metallica, you're not a real Metallica fan. Like, I'll listen to all of their new shit. I don't give a fuck. So, like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I've been yeah. a Metallica fan for fucking ever. Yeah, if you're a Metallica fan, you're in it regardless. Like, Metallica are actually one of the bands that like we like loosely reference when we're like just talking about um, just like how our career sort of like or at least musically how it evolves because like Metallica have always done something different with their records like no record is exactly the same you know even now they haven't gone like okay we'll just do another Ride the Lightning you know Mm. they're still trying to they're still trying to push it out there Um, and so that's something that we look at and go like yeah well work for them and like I think that variation and and I think you know Bring the Horizon probably are another band that take a, a I'll be part of their book too because they do something different every time and and not that we're trying to like completely reinvent ourselves but like you got to keep it fresh you can't keep doing the same shit over well, and over I mean, dude, I, I, I'll never have arrived you know you'll just go well shit dog I, I remember talking to you guys I, I remember talking to you guys like between first album second album third album and every single one of you guys were like it sounds different. It sounds different. We tried to do something a little bit different and we love this one fucking more than the last one. We put our, we threw our fucking asses into this one. You know, like every single one of you guys was like, we did, we put everything we had into this last album and then between every album cycle. So it's exciting to hear. And that's why I liked fucking shut the fuck up so much because it sounded, I was like, Oh, is this, is this what this album is going to set? Like, is this what this album is going to sound like? It's I'm like, yes, dude. For sure. I think I think where we're at now is like we did our like I think every band has like an allowance of maybe one of one at least one, maybe two weird records that people don't quite get. Or like not necessarily bad records, but just like different records and ones yeah. that are a little bit more experimental and i feel like our last one was maybe that plus it was released in covid and all that shit so that was just weird anyway but i do feel like that third record um was our record where we were like we have to do something different like just because of the timing of it sometimes is even crucial like you almost can't make the same record two two like twice in a row but you can kind of space things out a little bit and write for what is sensible for the time and what makes sense for like where the band is so for where we were at the time it was the perfect album for us to write and like you know no matter what like numbers or chart positions or streams or whatever say like it's still a record that we're like super proud of and that i'll still put on and listen to front to back and be like I fucking love that record. Um, Dude, I but, agree with you. You know, maybe it just doesn't have the same hooky kind of perfectly timed uh, sort of anthems that people were necessarily looking for. 
but that's fine because what we learn from that and what we take from that is we have an understanding of how far that boundary is now. We know like what people like and what they don't like. We knew before writing ADAI, people obviously love the pop punk shit. Like we could just write pop punk songs forever and it would be fine. But we don't necessarily want to do that. So the, the, the place that we're in now is like, now we feel like within ourselves and within the music scene in general, maybe it's ready for, uh, for like some straight up pop punk again, or maybe pop punk but with that's more refined, a bit more of a flavor, a bit more intention. Um, and so that's kind of what we're going for. Like we'll take what we learned from the last record in terms of the expansiveness and, um, you know, just experimenting a little bit with with how far we can kind of push the sound, rein it in a little bit, and 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 put in what people love from previous records because we're ready to write like a more of a pop punk record this time because with the, with uh, all distortions we weren't really we were like we don't want to write a pop punk record nothing that we were sat at home when we picked up a guitar none of us were writing four chord just thrashy four chord pop punk songs it was you know, more expansive, more thought out, more kind of, um, yeah, it had, it had some more intention to it than just like, like have fun. It was like, like, like well-crafted, meaningful songs that feel a certain way. Whereas now we're like feeling less pressure maybe to be anything different or do anything different. So it's kind of like sick. Yeah. Sam can pick up a riff, play, and we go sick, let's write a pop punk song. Whereas maybe four years ago, we might've gone slightly too. Well, too, well, dude, I mean, it's like, it's like, let me ask you this. It's like, are you the same person that you were 10 years ago? It's like, if you were, there would be something fucked up with you. Yeah. It's like, that would like, that's the craziest thing in the entire world. I'm not the same person that I was last week. Yeah. Regardless, I'm not the fucking same person that I was yesterday, you know? And and in or and for people that I think like for for I think it's a, a ridiculous thing for fans to go just do that again, do the thing that I like again. Yeah. Do, just keep, do it. There's only I'm yeah. There's only two, there's only there's there's literally two. I think the only band that did the do the thing that I like again and was successful, and I listened to it this week was. Um, uh, enema of the state and take off your pants and jacket. It was like yeah. fucking right to right, you know, right in a row. It was just like did that thing. Fucking two perfect albums. Did it. They did it. Per, and like, and then they have moved. They, dude, they have moved. They have done that three times in a row and it didn't land. They just do that thing. But instead, Blink went and wrote a third, in my opinion, perfect record that was totally different. That was way way different from anything they'd done before because. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. It burns you out as an artist. It, again, yeah, you'll drive you'll go drive yourself fucking nuts. Yeah, we were we had fallen out of love with with pop punk a little bit, you know. We had kind of, and maybe our band had something to do with that because <laughs> I don't know. We just we were just like whatever, you know. We we kind of just wanted to to push the water, uh, push the boat out a little bit, and um, yeah, I think it worked out though. Like it's one of those things where it's just like. Like I said, we learned from it, and now we can take that and take the best bits of that into the new record. But um, yeah, you know, I, I, we're happy to kind of go back to the, to doing what we do well. We've uh, we've experimented, and we can kind of uh, take the pressure off now. Like we feel like we don't really have anything to prove to anyone, and that nobody really expects that much of us either. Other than please just well, keep writing music, like anything, kind dude. Of I, 
look, as a, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a weird position because I'm, I, I get to do these big shows, but I also get to talk to artists that I like. I'm in a really strange position. Like I'm also a fake artist, right? So like I get to do the thing, but then also fucking talk to the, the, you like people like you, where I like, I am a, I'm just a ne- I'm a neck deep fan. So when you guys put out an album, I listen to it from front to back and I like, I love it because I am a fan of yours, you know? And so I think that, that it's not, I don't want, I personally, you know, but I'm a little bit older. I want you to change. I want you to grow. I want you to evolve as people. Uh, if you didn't, then I'd be like, okay, we're, I'm moving forward. What the fuck is going on with these other fucking men? They're just like staying in the same place. Then I'd be like, you know? So as a, as a fan and as somebody that does the thing, I understand always where you're coming from in particular. Every time I talk to you, I really do understand a lot of what you're saying. And it is, it always is really, really fucking nice to talk to you, dude. Um, do you, do you want to um, continue going so you don't have to do anything like Christmas tree shit? Do you want to, do you want to wait? Have you ever done, have you ever, do you have a guitar? Yeah, dude, you want to do? Could you want to do December? Oh, I, I mean, he's got a guitar. Ben, do you have a guitar? You've got a guitar. There it is. Yeah, I don't know what I'm getting myself into here, but we can we can try it. I could play you a new dude. Nah. <laughs> we can't dude we can't play it on the we can't we are only get we're only able to do this like on the podcast we can't play it on the radio because it'll like there's something what is it called cameron something stupid uh, yeah noise gain it like but we can play it on the podcast so if you want dude just cruise as close as you can to like wherever you can get in a comfort there yeah, as a this is uh i'm gonna play this, yeah i'm gonna play a chorus of a song right because it's a song that I'm just fucking around with, right? And I'm not even... It's not even written. It might be a song in a year's time. But I like the chorus. I like the words. It's a song about your parents and about how they fuck you up, but they don't mean to, but they do. And you love them regardless. And they'll fuck you up, but you love them. Anyway. Let me just... Okay, yeah. They fuck you up, your parents do. They may not mean to, but they do. They may not mean to, but they do. Whoa, they fuck you up, your parents do. Do as I say, not as I do. When I was your age, I was just like you. That's what I'm working on. Yes. Fuck yeah. But if you can imagine that, like, all punky and, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you up your parents do this, this, They may not mean to, but they do. They may not mean to, but they do. Yeah. So that's what I do, Fuck. actually. This is what this room is for, is I sit in this room and I just play very bad chords. Four chords. One, two, three, four. And the truth. That's all you need. Dude, they, thank you for doing that. I've, this, is the first, this is the first time I've ever had anybody uh, do that on any of these fucking things that I do. 
I definitely fucked up the noise gate there, though. I'm telling you that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you. It sounded like shit, but you can tell exactly what the fuck you were doing. Good. It's great. I, it's fu- I love that. I thank you so much, dude. Um, you can you can literally sit here and pretend like you're on the phone, so you don't have to uh, decorate the Christmas tree. You know, like when you're a little kid and you have to like write a book report and it has to be like a certain amount of pages, and then you just do the filler. Mm-hmm. You're like in this. That's like kind of what I do with some Wikipedia, and then just change like a few words. Yeah, I just I'm like, how do I add more words where it's just fluff? You can just pretend like we're ta- you're talking to somebody, so you don't have to decorate the Christmas tree. But dude, um, I should, I should, Barlow, Ben Barlow from Neck Deep, dude. Thank you so much, man. I it is always really, really fun to talk to you. Uh, I, I I I really enjoy it. I'm happy that we got to do this, especially on such an you know an important day in Neck. Deep history. It is. Accept it. Accept it, dude. You did it. It's your fucking fault. I know. It's all my fault. I did it to myself. I did it to myself. Alright. You did it. You wrote a Christmas song, dude. Uh, Go decorate a fucking Christmas tree. Tell the guys I said hey and I love them. I really appreciate you taking the time, Doc. Um, I'm always around anytime you need me. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Sweet.